welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasrikal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, bona, and riviet. It's really, really good to be with you again. And I'm very happy that you're joining us today because we have a very awesome, awesome guest and it's Farah Asif, who's a personal branding expert. And I'm so excited about what we'll be learning with you today, Farah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Samia. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you. And Farah, I'll ask you to jump right in by telling us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Okay. So I'm Farah Asif and I work uh, with entrepreneurs, with coaches and healers to help them to build their online presence um, and to get their real authentic selves out there online because there's a lot of like preconceived notion about how you have to show up online and people have gotten very very insecure um there's a lot of comparison paralysis there's a lot of um there's a lot of fear of visibility frankly fear of judgment fear of um you know there's just a lot of traumas as well so I help um, coaches and healers overcome their blocks as well and show up in a really authentic way that feels good to them. And I, it's been such a pleasure doing this. I love it. And you're doing such important work because when we're talking about coaches and healers, I mean, you being a personal branding expert, you know how critical it is for us to develop a personal brand because, I mean, we are in a profession where our personal brand, I mean, that's the face yeah. of our business, right? Like we are the face of our business. We are the voice of our business. Um, so tell me more about uh, what uh, uh, is like a, for you a key component or a key strategy or aspect of building out the personal brand so key component that's a really good question samia because there's there's a lot of uh things i could tell you but let me just hone in on like what would where would be a starting point would be um first of all you need to choose the platform that you feel really good posting on. I think that's the number one thing that um, a lot of people end up posting on multiple platforms when they start and there's so much overwhelm and you just need to see how what I like to tell my clients is like which platform do you like to spend the most time on you know that's where you actually want to be posting because you also enjoy the experience 
And social media can be such a time suck. And as entrepreneurs, we have like a million things. And also we have lives. Hello. Like we're, we're also moms. We have our social life and all, everything like that. And we have families. And so you want to be really mindful of not letting social media take over your life even as like you're building your business. So choose your platform. That would be the, the first place I would start. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I think that was probably one of the most important advices that I got from my coach when I started working. That's great. <laughs> I was like trying to drive myself crazy. <laughs> trying exactly. to, my gosh, because the, the, but this, I just want our listeners to know that this is not advice to be taken for granted in the sense that there are other people, other experts who will tell you, no, you have to have at least the big four. Uh, that was another bit of advice that I, I had received. They were like, get that time, the big four were Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, oh and Google. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, yeah. And so we're like, you have to have at least these top four um, um, profiles and you need to manage them and you need to post on them because if you don't exist on all of these platforms, it's like you don't exist. And um, that was the first advice I heard. So I tried to follow it, got me really overwhelmed. Yeah. And um, thank God. Yeah, I got a different bit of advice that worked out. You found the way out, but yeah, no, I think a lot of people have heard, and the thing is, there's a lot of it's. Uh, I call it bro mass, um, bro marketing, which is something I like. I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs as well, and our female energy. Um, I don't. I a lot of my. Uh, my clients are also empath empaths and they're quite intuitive and they're sensitive to energy. And so you have to really put your energy. How do you say it? What is the word for that? Like when you're conscious mm. of where you put your energy and if you're like spreading yourself so thin and like trying to build up an online presence all at once, and also you're learning how, right? Like you're learning what what type of content goes on Twitter, where yeah. Google, and then it's way, 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 way too much. So that's right. I, I think what I realized was that the first advice that I got about you have to post everywhere was really not that it's like bad advice in itself, but it's you have to recognize in what context it was good and you just beautifully contextualized for me that you know if you're just starting out for example if you are like still a small um operation in terms of if it's just you or you have a very small team it, it, it you know this advice of post everywhere and post every day everywhere you know that kind of thing is really geared more towards like bigger companies who have 
entire teams dedicated just to the marketing aspect of their businesses you know and so they have the time and capacity to do that but if we are solopreneurs then we Mm -hmm. don't have that capacity so okay so that brings me to my next question and that is when we think about what we can do really well uh, as coaches healers i know one of the things that you are really amazing at farah and that i really have appreciated so i've been following you on social media and so forth is sharing your story uh, mm-hmm. can you tell me more about how that um yeah what that's about for you and how you yes. that Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Absolutely. So I I work a lot with storytelling and the power of stories is because um, as coaches uh, and as personal brands, we represent um, our experience. And generally, we take from our experience to coach. We are experts of our experience. Let's just call it that, right? And from that, we have, um, we have become coaches in whichever field we are in. And the thing about storytelling is that it's a way to connect directly with someone because even if someone has not lived the same thing people have similar experiences and through stories we can actually connect much deeper with a human being because there's more vulnerability there there's more humanness there is you know there's just simply more connection and um people are frankly we're obsessed with stories that's where like why we love series that's why we love movies that's why um we love books right and because all of these are just stories and so why would it be different at all um for personal brands and for social media i mean why do you why do you follow someone like think about someone you really really love on social media I bet you that you know a little bit more about them than just what they do on a surface level. They have let you in to their life, their experience. And that's why you start to like them, trust them, because you have a sense of a rapport. Yeah. Does that make sense? 
it that's in fact you just made me think about i watch a lot of these um late night shows like um mm-hmm. drama noah and um you know, Stephen Colbert, etc. Uh, they're U.S. Uh, shows. And uh, they were doing a sketch on how there are all these, oh no, wait, I think it was uh, John Oliver who was doing a sketch on, on, the, on how these big corporations mm-hmm. on social media, they try so yeah. hard to build some kind of a personality for oh, themselves yes. and you know like they because it's like just a corporate brand is not going to inspire anyone to want to work with them or consume their products or exactly. that's such an advantage it's such an advantage we naturally have as as people who our who are selling uh, who are also selling our business like we have that natural advantage that we can inspire we can connect we can yeah so beautiful yeah so we think about sharing our stories what's like a challenge that people can face in that context okay so a lot of people come to me with the question of how much they should share what they should be sharing how to connect that to what they do right like because uh, of course your businesses so you don't want to be just like rattling on about <laughs> something that like is not related at all so I, I totally I totally can respect that and also people are wondering how much they should share like what are the boundaries around what um what's appropriate to share and what they shouldn't and so let me just break this down so how much should you share first of all that is really really dependent on you to be honest like there is a gauge each person has their individual boundaries for example if you're someone who your personal brand is also that you're a mom and you don't feel comfortable sharing your kids, that's totally fine. Like you don't need to be a mompreneur coach or work with moms and like show your children if you don't want to, but you can speak about them. You can share your experiences as a mom and you can share like your stories without like involving your family. And then some mompreneurs they love bringing their family in you know so it really depends on the coach and so that's how i really like to take my clients through this like um it's like this uh exercise where we gauge like what's uncomfortable what is leaning into the edge and then what's like out of out of the boundary right out of the comfort zone and it's always good to like um, know what your edges are right so yes so if you're trying to you know share more of your life I would like just write out a piece of content lean into the edge if it feels like way too edgy right now don't share it because there's always respect of trauma boundaries you know we as people we're and coaches we we go through so much to get to where we are some of them some of us I mean and so, yeah, that's my big advice is like, respect your boundaries. You can lean into edges, but that's how I would gauge like what to share. 
And right. then how do you merge your stories with your business? It's a big one um, because this is like, it comes through also practice and experience. And as you are, well, the, what, like one thing is coming to mind to share with you is your clients want to know uh, what is it that you live through that makes you an expert. Mm. So if you can identify those parts in your story that you can take from that experience to show them that, okay, like I get you, yeah. I have been through these certain situations which is why I really, really understand what you're going through and I can help you get through it. Yeah. And another, I'm sorry, I'm like going oh, on a tangent. It's wonderful. Thank you. It's very helpful. Of course. of course. One more thing that's come up is even in present day, you can still share, like coaches have this idea that if you're, if you're a coach, uh, say you're a happiness coach, right, Samia? So if you have a if you have a day where you're you're a human being, maybe you're grappling difficult emotions on that day, like our we're not always on a high or or on a on a, like a perfect a perfect emotion all the time, and so you can actually share how, what it is that you're doing to move through that emotion, and it doesn't take away from the fact that you're a happiness coach. In fact, it enriches the fact that you know how to move through this problem. Yeah. That, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. And actually uh, what you were also saying earlier about the edges, you know, um, just to combine those two bits of advice, like in my experience, sometimes what I've found is whatever I'm going through, sometimes I'm able to share it in the moment. I mean, like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going through this, is how I'm dealing with it, and we're good. And other times, I really first need to get through it and get to a certain place of, okay, I've processed it, I'm feeling good again. And then I can share and be like, hey, this is what I went through. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be like, like yes. It doesn't yeah. have to be like in when you're in the trauma and you're like you're like coming apart and you're you're sharing because you know if that doesn't feel authentic to you don't do it <laughs> right it's totally about again it goes back to the boundary thing like yeah. respect respect your boundaries because that's the way social media will feel good yeah because everything has to be in balance and it has to be respectful of each each individual yeah mm -hmm. that's right that's such an important point i i mean my gosh you made me think about so much in terms of uh, it's it, it can be such a learning curve as you were mentioning also um when it comes to sharing your story um yes. i know like for me um when someone would ask me why are you into this work and i got that question a lot because when i told people i'm a happiness expert a lot of right. people were like you've never even heard of such a thing 
yeah why did you get into it so um you know for a long time uh i i, I mean i knew why i got into it mm-hmm. but i wasn't confident about like how much to share exactly what you like what you were saying because the real reason i got into it is because i'm a survivor of child sexual abuse and so for decades i was suffering with my own happiness and when i learned to take control of my happiness and you know learn to feel good and you know figure out that you know oh my gosh this is something that i can be in control of that we can learn to be in control of i wanted to share that with everyone but the, yeah <laughs> the the one challenge in sharing that with everyone was that i had not told um my family about what had happened with me and oh, so for a while i was like skirting around and anytime i spoke publicly i was like okay mm-hmm. what can i share what can i not share making up stuff mm-hmm. um but not like false stuff but just you know bringing out other aspects of this is what has brought me to this point um mm-hmm. But then, you know, eventually I got to a point where I was able to be honest with my family. And once that happened, then I felt, ah, okay, now I can be publicly open <laughs> as well. And so like for me, that was just like one of the... It's the journey. Yeah. Totally yeah. the journey. And, and as a personal brand, your brand goes through also the journey as you develop as you feel more comfortable sharing and i can share from my experience as well i had a similar experience in when i was first getting online i had to i had to gauge because i had a difficult past as well I've, i'm i started online after a divorce um after a really bad um traumatizing marriage in, in fact and also i'm also a um had a really uh, not interesting childhood i would say i say interesting to make it lighter but there was it was full of abuse it was full of like verbal emotional you know even sexual abuse and um so my past is riddled with trauma and so for me to like put myself online was really jarring and i was like okay what am i going to share like what can i share what do i feel good sharing and also to be respectful of i wanted to be respectful of the people involved you know and as you as you go on your journey as you start to build your brand as you start to bring a community around you that you know is like very very respectful very very nurturing um they're your people they start to become your tribe you start to feel more comfortable opening up to them because it's like your friends in a way and like um yeah it was like that for me it was such a beautiful thing and so i i actually my main purpose to becoming a personal brand coach is to allow people to experience the power of community mm. so i really really like i had when i had no one I had an online community. Yeah. You know, and that was so beautiful for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I must say <laughs> one of my favorite parts of being a coach and a healer oh. also is just, you know, the community of people That's around me. And it's, and it really is so mutually beneficial because yeah. it's not just me, the expert, you know, who's always helping yeah. um, them yeah. or preaching at them or something like that. But really with every person who gives me the privilege and the joy of working with them, I'm learning mm -hmm. something. And also, you know, just like you said, that sense of support that you have it's not just for the community members it's there for me too it's beautiful yes yes absolutely i feel you on that yeah and um i find i feel the same like every person that i have it's such a privilege and honor to work with people you know like to work with clients who um because coaching is about a relationship and maybe like we're getting a little off track here <laughs> let me know and we can Come back but I feel like coaching is very much about a relationship and and so is you know building a community you're building relationships essentially on online on your social media so coming coming out as your true self and your authentic self is so important in that regard not just someone who like you said shows up as just an expert because that's very like it's great right like you need information online but there's also google mm -hmm. i mean that's that's what google is for to be to be fair so if we can just add a little more dimension to our social media and like really make it more about you know connection and community yeah. i think social media can be a much a much nicer place and i feel like it's meant to be more for connection than anything else yeah that's why social is in there right right <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah. so thinking about connection and stories and you know just i was thinking about as you were sharing for i was thinking about the healing power of stories because I know that one thing I've experienced both before I started sharing my own story and after I started sharing my own story is that when one person shares their story, especially the struggles part of it, it gives so many other people a sense of, oh, I'm not alone. And I too have the permission to be open and honest about the struggles that I'm going through. I know one of the things as a survivor of sexual abuse was that was most difficult was that for a long time, uh, at that time I was growing up, you know, in India and Pakistan, and I heard zero conversation or dialogue didn't even see anything on tv i i was in some ways i was living a very protected life and i heard zero conversation about the fact that child right. abuse uh, especially like sexual abuse exists and so i thought i was the only one and nice. oh my gosh and it wasn't until pretty much after i came to america 
and I started to get exposed to survivors sharing their stories in different mediums, like on college. Uh, I mean, for me, the big um, change happened when I was on, on my college campus and suddenly started learning about all these different things, including, you know, there's, there's actually clubs on campus, uh, at least, thank God, there was club on my campus on the clothesline project and that's what they focus on is to create a safe space for survivors and allies friends and families to come together and share their stories and use that as a way to educate um, about the trauma of abuse and so forth and just hearing from other survivors it was like whoa i'm not and oh it was just like so first huge. step yeah yeah and healing like you said and absolutely i i second everything you said like it was it's been so liberating as well might i say to actually like when you're comfortable of course because boundaries right um and if it doesn't feel bad to you to to share that and you feel safe it is very very liberating as well as someone else who can actually relate to you like you have no idea since up like in fact every time I open up just a little more there's more people that come in to my network that who you know have seen somewhere I shared and and they're like I really relate to your story and that is so powerful and thank you for sharing and you know you can just be a source of inspiration for someone which is which is amazing and the fact is that you it's it's both a give and take right yes it's equally really fulfilling and liberating and also to hear that you helped someone maybe and and they were inspired by your story that's also amazing yeah and if it can help them open up to you as a coach or healer about yes. things that will allow you to help them more and better. My gosh, yes. that's so important as well. That is so important. And that's, I agree, that's like the big, big benefit in opening up and sharing your story and leaning into those edges, like I said, because it's not always easy, but it's so like, yeah, we're meant, we're meant to, like as coaches, we're here to help. So, yeah. So for people who want to learn how to tell their story more, better, um, and get more comfortable in this practice, how can you help them? Okay. So you can you can also find me on on Instagram. I don't know if you have a way of sharing my yes. My we drop any links that uh, you want people to know about to get Amazing. in touch with you. We will drop those in the show notes. Amazing. So there is a way of working with me. I do take on um, clients. I work with them one to one. And yeah, there's there's different there's different levels of working with me. So just um, feel free to send me a message, even if you just have a question you know about social media image online personal branding i'd be so happy to just share any tips and value i have if even if you're not looking to work with someone yet or you're not there 
Awesome. And I yeah. want to just encourage all of our listeners to please make sure you check our show notes, check out uh, Farah's links. Because I'll tell you, one of the reasons I invited Farah to be a guest on our podcast was when I found her page, I found you first on Facebook. Um, <laughs> I immediately was uh, so impressed by wow. the clarity of of your you know without even having to spend a lot of time on your page i immediately knew what you were about how you helped people you know and so you had such a like i was like here's a lady who's teaching about personal branding and she knows mm-hmm. how to do it right oh thank you that is that is nice to hear <laughs> thank you so much samia yeah so, i'm really glad we connected and you found me and it's been it's been really really great uh, speaking to you and yeah we've connected like a few times so really glad thank you so much for having me and um if we want to do we talked as well about a part two yeah uh, we will let we will let your you and your viewers decide <laughs> if you want a part two i'll be happy to come back and share more Awesome. We would be happy to have you come back. And so until then, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. Thank you so much. Same to you.